Hello, everybody. You guessed it. We're back again with a brand new episode of the Youth of Canada podcast for youth by youth. As usual, I'm Galia Vendrov here. I hope you all are doing well. Today, we have a really interesting podcast. A lot of you listening right now are high school students that are on the post-secondary route. And with this being said, you may be a bit lost or overwhelmed in the whole application process. And same goes for scholarships applications as well. Well, you're in luck because today we have Carol to talk to us about her journey writing applications specific for business undergraduate programs. She's also going to tell us how you can set yourself apart and give you some tips on how to write a killer application. Hey everyone, my name is Carol and I'm a graduating high school senior from Ottawa, Ontario. Today I'm going to be talking about how to write university applications and answering some questions on how to craft a really competitive written statement. So this year I've written a lot of applications for both universities and scholarships. I was applying to Commerce, so I had to write a lot about my extracurriculars and different programs that I was interested in. I was accepted into the first round in Commerce at Queen's and IVAU at Western, and I also received major admission awards at both of these universities, and towards the end I'll talk a bit more about specifically these applications if you're looking to apply to them next year, since they tend not to vary too much from year to year. But first, let's talk about applications generally. So before I started filming, I asked a lot of people what their common questions were, and the most common one I got was, how do I stand out to the school? So the first way I suggest doing this to all grade 11 students or other underclassmen listening is find something that you're passionate about right now and turn it into a project of yours. This doesn't mean to just join random clubs or activities in order to pad your resume, but try to focus in on something and really start an initiative in your community or your school that you think would be beneficial to others. And don't just choose something, you know, that might seem really philanthropic. Try to choose something that you're genuinely passionate about. Because when it gets down to the words and you're trying to communicate what you've done, your passion will shine through naturally if you actually feel it on the inside and if your motives are right. I think what made my application super competitive was that for both of the clubs that I was leading this year, I had an individual event that I had planned from the beginning. For example, I ran a tournament in Ottawa for my debate club. And that doesn't just prove how passionate I was about this club, but also how much I wanted to give back to my community. So this way, you can really show that you're passionate about a certain event, that you're willing to put in the time and effort, and that you also have the ability to lead new initiatives that have never been done before within your community. The second tip I would give is don't take a stereotypical route when you're responding to a very common question. Your first thought when responding to a prompt is probably not your best one. You usually have to dig a little deeper and keep asking yourself questions to really get to the bottom of things. For example, when people ask about your long-term goals, don't talk about just academic goals. You know, you don't just want a 4.0 GPA. Even though academic goals are really important for someone, Universities are using this application to get insight into who you are, so you want to also talk about maybe professional goals, but also personal goals that might not usually come up. Things such as leadership or time management. Admitting that you need to work on things like this doesn't show that you're not prepared. It shows that you're willing to put more work into becoming a better student and a better person. 
People typically think universities are only looking for academic successes or extracurricular successes, but it's always about the character that you can show through these applications as well. This is just one example, but you can always try to think outside of the box, and usually it'll pay off. You have to remember, these people are probably reading hundreds of applications, and these answers can tend to be really generic. That's why it's best to be creative with your answers, and not be afraid to take a risk. Another common question you might see on applications is, why did you choose this school? And the most important advice I can ever give is to do so much research, not only on the school's reputation, the program, the alumni network, but specifically why these aspects appeal to you and your long-term career goals. It's not enough to just say that, you know, it has such a great reputation and that you've heard great things. Like, what does this have to relate to what you want to do within the future, what other opportunities you might be looking for while you're studying? Be more specific and make sure you show how much research you've done within the school and its programs. This can involve looking at specific professors that you might be interested in doing research with, or you might be interested in certain abroad programs that they're offering, things that make them unique from other schools that will offer similar programs. Especially in commerce, it's not enough to just say that the job prospects are good. Try to talk more about the academic success that their student body and their student environment might be able to help you achieve throughout your years there as a student. Make sure you're also saying how you might contribute as a student as well and what you're looking forward to doing for them on campus, such as what clubs that might interest you, what initiatives you might want to lead around the community and within the school. This is a really open space for them to get to know you. So you have to not only show interest in what they're offering, but try to offer them something else too. Another question I got was, is there a specific structure that your application should follow? And I think the best structure that I've ever found is the STAR format. That's where you talk about the situation, the task, the action, and then the result in that order. What I found is so beneficial about this is that it gives you a clear indicator of what you are doing step by step. A lot of the times people can get muddled into all the different things and initiatives and responsibilities that they took on, but through the STAR format, you're able to narrow in on a specific time that you think will best demonstrate your leadership or whatever qualities they're searching for within that prompt. One question I got that was a bit more personal was, what's the hardest question you had to answer and how did you approach it? And to be honest, I think the Ivy AEO application this year had one of the most difficult questions that I had to answer. Um, what it said was, character and leadership matters. At Ivy, character is defined as an amalgam of virtues, values, and certain traits. Character speaks to who a person is rather than what they are able to do. Some would say the virtues of courage, humility, and humanity are equally as important as the virtues of accountability, drive, and integrity. Do you think this is true? Relate your answer to your experiences and the activities you've included as part of your application. So that's a really long question and there's a lot to digest there. And this essay was approximately 500 words, so there wasn't a lot of space to work with anything, to really explain anything in depth. And as I've always said, the first thing you should do is do your research. And just by copying and pasting this whole prompt into Google, I found an article that was published in relation with the Ivy Business School that explained that all of these values are equally important to each other and that you can't really choose which ones are better. 
And that kind of gave me a good starting point because it validated a lot of my thoughts, a lot of my brainstorming, and it gave me something to start talking about. So remember, always do your research, especially if you're confused. The second thing I did was kind of just write down all of my thoughts and I tried to link what I thought were some of my most important and impressive extracurricular accomplishments to each of these virtues. And that way I could kind of kill two birds with one stone. I didn't have to talk too much about specific virtues. I could always talk about them in relation to my extracurricular accomplishments, which just made it seem like I had a lot to talk about and which was really beneficial because then they could get to know me as I'm answering their prompt and also explaining a bit more about my life. In terms of the major admission awards scholarship, I think a lot of people are curious about the Queen's creativity component for their Chancellor Scholarship, and this is just because it's not as typical as you might see in other applications. A lot of people can reuse writing that they've already done for leadership or community involvement prompts, but this one requires a lot of -of out-of-the-box thinking, something that you might not have had to see before. Um, My biggest piece of advice for this is to not be afraid to be vulnerable because creative thinking and original thinking are really attributed to someone's individuality and you want to make sure your personality is shining through. So what I did for my piece was I did a blackout poem and that's where I just talked about where my family came from and a lot of my motivations for wanting to become a really successful student and that way I was kind of able to explain what was behind my academic success and what was really pushing me to do better and strive for more but I was also able to talk about you know my parents and the struggles that they had to deal with just for me to have these really wonderful opportunities. And I think a poem was a really great way to do that because I could be honest with what I was feeling. I also included a few other visuals, like a picture of my whole family, and it really showed insight into who I was. And it was less about the details of what I was doing in my life and more about my personal motivations. And that's what's really important with this creative thinking component, is that you have to have a strong message behind what you're trying to say. As for how you communicate this message, I think the best way is to just research into a lot of different arts and crafts styles. I know that might sound a bit silly, but you know, there's probably a lot of ways that you can do something that will be not only fun for you, but really meaningful to what you're trying to say. Don't be afraid to take risks, and if you think that it's fun and it's going to go well with your message, then you should just take the leap and go for it. As for the Western National Scholarship, that doesn't require a creative component, but it does require an essay component. And that's where you have to submit an essay on an issue important to you of public concern. And this goes up to 1,250 words, so it's pretty hefty. I think the biggest mistake people tend to make on this is to choose the wrong topic. Because it has to be an issue important to you, it shouldn't be too general. I know a lot of people talked about mental health in their essay this year and also the environmental crisis. And while these are really good issues, and it's not to say you're not passionate about them, a lot of people have talked about these issues because they've become more popular and more mainstream recently. And I'm not saying not to talk about these if you're truly passionate about them, but usually if people just think of the first, you know, crisis that comes to mind, it's not necessarily one that they're individually passionate about. You can dig a lot deeper and kind of think of things that you've been involved in since you were young, other issues or problems that people might not even know exist, or other things that have personally affected your life. And that way you can talk more about how you became the person you are today and why this issue will matter specifically to you. 
I personally talked about political radicalization because I've always been super socially active and politically active. And so I was able to talk about my personal experiences or anecdotes that kind of built me into the person that I am today and what really made me care about political radicalization. Choosing an issue that is important to you means that you have some kind of personal connection with it. And when you craft your essay, I think it should be a 50-50 balance of information and also personal relation to it. That's why I had a lot of stories and anecdotes connected to each of the points that I was trying to make because it really showed why it was important to me, why it should be of public concern, and it also gave me a chance to explain what I've tried to do about it. It's not enough to just say that this issue is important to you, but you also have to explain a few solutions and how you might have gotten involved in solving these certain problems. I would say it's also important for you to link it back to the major that you're applying to. Because I talked about political radicalization, I explained how my passion for political science would help me within my studies at Western, and that way I was really able to relate everything full circle and explain my passion for academics through this prompt. So those are just a few general tips and tricks and a bit of advice for everybody that's writing applications now or planning on applying to these specific programs next year. Always take advice with a grain of salt and good luck to everybody that's applying. Hopefully, Carol's insight will help you in your journey. I really appreciate her authenticity and her detail as well. So thank you so much, Carol. And that is it for today's episode. Do not forget to follow us on Instagram at Youth of Canada and also check out our website at www.youthofcanada.ca. See you.